You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And today's episode takes us to the Florence Theater, home of the Florentine Players, their annual awards banquet that was held on January 17th. We spoke to several of the award winners and thought you'd enjoy hearing how the evening went. This is our first time doing an award show. It's something we wanted to try. And we thank Derek Kowal, who is the president of the board, for letting us use them as our test subjects. So many hardworking people go into their productions, and like all theaters, it's an all-year-long process. Right now, they are in rehearsals for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which opens February 20th, so we were able to speak with Neil Herring, who's the director of the production, and get a little bit of information about that show. Now, at the end of the night, we spoke briefly again with Molly Anderson, who is involved with the Capital City Theater Company in Lincoln, Nebraska. They're preparing for their first production, one which Florence has done in the past. Now, the award winners that we spoke to are as follows. Cecilia Sass won the award for Costumes and Best Supporting Actress for the 55th Annual Melodrama. Catherine Kate Vialta won the Producer's Award for the play Making God Laugh. Tracy Mock won the Director's Award for Hint. Chris Perry won the Best Supporting Actor Award for the play Making God Laugh. Shelley Gushard won the Lead Actress Award for the play Making God Laugh. Laura Hayden won the Producer's Award for the 55th Annual Melodrama. Molly Anderson won the Producer's Award for the Backstage and Tech Crew. Sig and Rick Guftison won the Volunteer Award. Neil Herring won the Best Lead Actor Award for the play Making God Laugh. And at the very end of the episode, we have a special uh, guest appearance by Derek Kowal, who, as we said, is the president of the board and also one of the directors down there with the Florentine player. And congratulations to all of the award winners. Yes. So we, your name is Cecilia Sass. Yes. And actually, I saw a write-up about you in the little Florence newsletter as well for all of your costume yes, work. Yes, so. you did. Um, my friend Maddie wrote that about my costuming adventures over the last few years. And, uh, nice. It was very interesting seeing myself <laughs> featured on a whole two-page spread of doing what I love best. Well, apparently, <laughs> since you won an award tonight for it, it was well-deserved. Congratulations know, I, for the costuming award. Thank you very much. I hope so. Um, I really don't know what called me into doing costumes for Florence. I saw a need, and I filled it, if, you know, anything. Um, yeah, it's been a very interesting journey over the last few years. Well, so. I'll tell you, a good costumer is worth their weight in gold. Uh, I would say silver, but yeah. Uh, so I'll ooh, go with that. Silver? I prefer, I prefer okay. silver, very but good. yeah, it works. And you also won tonight for Best Supporting Actress for Dr. Feelgood oh, man. Trio yes, in the Melodrama. Congratulations yes. for that. I know that was for Dr. Feelgood more than anything because... Um, is definitely the most obnoxious character I have played thus far. <laughs> but Derek Excellent. really stretched me with that one. Um, honestly, I auditioned for it as a joke. 
with a Bobcat Goldthwait voice. Hey. And that's what they went with. So <laughs> That's awesome. Here we are. Apparently that was the right choice. <laughs> that's exactly what they wanted to hear, you guys. I don't know what it is, but it was just great. Excellent. You also did a voice up the... Yep, that was Dr. Field. Yes. Yep, I had to do that for like a couple of pages. And then sing Respect by Aretha Franklin in my normal voice. So... <laughs> They definitely got me going on that one. Excellent. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you and so much. Thank you for, for all you do. Us. Oh, yeah. yeah. I So tell us a little Thank bit you. about yourself. Brent has been involved since the 50th melodrama, and I started with the 51st melodrama. We've been involved ever since. Oh, wow. Do you live here in Omaha? And uh, yeah, we been here all of our lives and uh, started doing in 2014 with the uh, first melodrama and we just love this group we know we we call them family and uh, just been coming back ever since huh yeah um, his mother spent the first 12 years of her life here in Florence oh wow okay so you got kind of a you got quite a history over here that's really nice I backstage I did whatever was needed to be done so excellent help Krista so those are the best kind of volunteers <laughs> that just do whatever needs to be done. Those people are hard to find. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and, and congratulations on your awards and your dedication you. to Florence. All right. Hello, hello, and welcome, Catherine Kate. <laughs> Bialta to the program. Congratulations. Thank you. On your award for Making God Laugh. That's correct. That's the name of the show, yeah. not just uh, sort of metaphorical. I also do that, I think. Well, you know, as with do my we choices, all. choices. And uh, you got the Producers Award. Tell us what the Producers Award is. Um, the Producers Award is, of course, awarded by the producer. Um, and the producer for this play was Derek Kowal, who's also our president. Um, but he was generous enough to let Molly Anderson uh, present the award, who is my mother. So oh, very nice. I kind of feel like I got um, a little special treatment um, <laughs> winning that award. Um, I was the stage manager for Making God Laugh. Nice. So um, I was also, I was in charge of props, and this show was extremely prop heavy. Yes. Um, probably the, the most memorable prop is the Fantasia dip, which <laughs> is this... <laughs> terrible goop that uh, the main actress presents in every act. You know, she's the mother. She brings this terrible dip, and her kids pretend to love it every year. So Excellent. producing that just it had to be gelatinous and goopy and not mm. chunky, just just all of the things. So making that was probably the most fun uh, oh, yeah. and, and something that I spent the most time on. <laughs> and I really believe I, I won this award for the Fantasia Dip. So. For the, fa- the Fantasia Dip <laughs> puts you over the top. Is. All right. <laughs> the only award that dip could ever win. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there Correct. you go. <laughs> So we've got Tracy Mock, yeah. who has the, oh. who won the director's award of Hint, and actually you were also in Hint as an actress. I thought you were amazing. Well, thank you. So and she was also hilarious the other yes. night in the Battle of the Improv All Stars. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Which I thought was just great. I thought she was <laughs> an improv yeah. queen. Just to interject for a minute here, <laughs> I agree. She teaches classes. She's she's kind of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just so oh, you all know. Well, thank you. She's kind of a big deal. Yeah. She's a big deal. <laughs> Not a big enough deal to get the trophy, but. Well, hey, I, I was cheering very loud <laughs> <Thank> for you. you. <laughs> 
So you received the Director's Award? Yes. For the, Hint. That's Hint. correct. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming the Director's Award is like the Producer's Award and that the director gives it out? Absolutely. You nailed it. Uh, that's that's right. you told me before this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, you can take credit for oh, it. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm lobbing it to you. All man. right, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Teeing <it> up. <laughs> Uh, yes. It, so you got the director's award. Uh, they decided that you were just so darn good. <laughs> you needed an award, and I agree. I, we, we saw Hint as well. Mm-hmm. You were hysterical. Yes. Thank you. It, yeah, it was so flattering because I want to say that those awards don't typically go to one of the actors because we have. Oh, okay. We already have awards for the actors. Okay. Um, and I, I think I just thank uh, Derek, our, our director, so much because uh, it really was. Um, it was a lot of work, and he had to, he put a ton of trust in me for it. So for him to, A, cast me in the first place, and sure. B, give me this award after all of it, where I could have, you know, humiliated him and proven him so wrong for his choices. Um, so it, it definitely is very validating to know that nice. I have not uh, forever shamed myself in his eyes. No, no, <laughs> <Never>. no. <laughs> I don't I think don't. so. <laughs> well, and you were talking about all the exercise that you got during Hint as yes, well. Yes, he likes to... You were everywhere. He likes to cast me in roles where I have to walk the entirety of the Florence <laughs> City Hall building. Yes. And I don't know why, because I'm usually a very sedentary person. Uh, and it, <laughs> just, it, usually, it mostly just is there to remind me uh, every yeah. year that... I should exercise more. And I just <laughs> At don't. least once a year. At least once a year. <laughs> That's once a year. I think being in these shows are my yearly exercises. I would exactly. say so I, after seeing Hint. And I yes. know you were doing another production before that, right? That um, you yeah, another. I had just, just done uh, the melodrama, which also involved okay. me kind of just covering the gamut of the room <laughs> and uh, walking the room singing and dancing in that one as well. Excellent. So, yeah, it's just a... That's all right. And uh, and in both wearing like several layered suits, so just sweating and feeling <laughs> awful and uh, sore feet and ankles every night. But it's uh, all right. It's worth it. It is totally for worth a it. thing I don't get paid to do. Exactly. exactly. We know how that goes. <laughs> well, uh, we want to thank you both. Uh, for coming to talk to us. Um, hopefully, we'll get to talk to you guys uh, later. So, and I, by the way, I love that X Men tie. Thank you. I was going to say, staring at I'm jealous time. of your whole ensemble. I want that. For oh, myself. Yes. <laughs> I'm wearing a purple suit. But yes, it's, a, it's that, a purple suit that's what's by going on. Uh, Harold Penner. That's right. Ooh. In Kansas City. Man oh of Fetch. That's yep. right. It's they a, are not a sponsor. It's a very, <laughs> no, they are it's not a very nice professional version of the very cheap costumey thing I had to wear in the melodrama. Oh, well, there you go. I had a purple suit with tails and oh, everything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. And a, and a hat. top hat with yeah. feathers with coming feathers. out of it. Oh. Yeah. Fantastic! <laughs> it truly was. That's that's why we come down. That's why we do this. You know, it's it's just to to dress up and be silly with our friends. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's very that's true. the best part. Yeah. Well, congratulations! Thank congratulations to you both, director and producer award. Thank you. Some Thank very you. nice awards and uh, excellent job, guys. Thank you. Appreciate so it. Thank you so We're much. We're very proud of what we do here. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Best Supporting Actor, Chris Perry, and Lead Actress, Shelley Gushard? It's Gushard. Gushard. It's Gushard. German I was, with anger in Okay, I was giving you a... Gushard! I think there I was you giving go. you a French <laughs> something. Right. I know. It's not as fancy as all that. <laughs> it's all right. Awesome. Well, congratulations on both of your wins. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and tell us a little bit about Making God Laugh. How did that yes, all happen? Yes, we have happen? two award winners for Making God Laugh here. We have Best Supporting Actor and Best Actress... 
Uh, Chris and I, I, I've been doing shows with the Florentine players since I was a little kid, so six. Uh, my my dad was part of it back in the heyday of the melodrama, so oh, wow. I'm just kind of born into it. And uh, I've never done theater anyplace else, and I never will because this is this is the best kind of place to do it at. We are all very supportive of each other and we're, I know we all said it about 20 to 30 times tonight, but we're, we're family. So no, you, you, you can really tell, yeah. you can tell when you hang out with you guys and you see events like this, that, that you guys are all really close and you just really enjoy Absolutely. working with each other. And this is Chris yes. right here. Chris, Perry. Perry, Perry, very good. Yes. I almost said pine, which is not bad. So I've I've been a part of the group for over 15 years. Um, kind of got brought in on a melodrama, and next year I met my wife in the group. Oh we wow! Married three years later, and still married now. So cool. uh, it's when they again kind of mirroring what Shelley said when you. We're family. It's it's kind of strange because there's been, I don't know, off the top of my head, I'm thinking at least five couples that met through this group. They met through. Well, and then the president, Derek. And then the president, yeah. so that's six couples. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Lots yeah. of marriages made in this group. Exactly. <laughs> so making God laugh, you guys were both in it. Yes. Um, what, um, it's, it's one of the few shows I actually haven't seen. Um, comedy drama, yes. Drama. Drama. Or straight drama. Drama. Straight there drama. Some comedic moments in right, it, but, but it was. But it's a drama. Yes. Well, the, okay. The way the guy that uh, wrote the play said he likes to have laugh lines in it, but he also enjoys having those moments that you're laughing and then something serious comes in because uh, you're more yes. emotionally open. Yes. When you're laughing. Yes, mm-hmm. so. exactly. So Chris played the part of Richard, and Shelley played the part of Ruthie. Yes. In Making God Laugh. Were these so, the initial parts that you guys went out after? Like, did you go out after that part, and what interested you? Or, or if not, when you got the part, what, what was the most interesting or surprising thing about the part that you got? Well, I, 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 I kind of came down here just knowing that Molly was the director, and I'd seen what she'd done with Starkweather previously. Okay. And she and I have been really close friends for about 15, 16 years now, and I just wanted to see if... I, I honestly didn't think I'd get cast in the first place. So. Oh, well. <laughs> so when that happened, um, yeah, uh, I was very surprised, and I took it to heart, and I don't think I've ever worked as hard on a show as I have on this one. It was a big, a big endeavor for all of us, I think. Well, needless to say, there's only five people in the show. Okay, so um, small cast show. Small cast show. You're looking at you are 20% of a two-hour show. Yes. Yeah. So that's a crazy amount of lines. It's uh, a lot. But I I originally wasn't planning on auditioning ah. for the show, because I've never done any drama. Neither I've always I. done... Oh, you guys are always doing comedies. Yeah, yes. comedies, musicals, um, and so when we when we kind of got talked into it, it was we... Uh, I went and auditioned, and I was floored when I was offered a part, and terrified at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, apparently it was a good casting job. 
I think I think it went. The funny thing about all of this is that Chris is cast as my eldest son, and <laughs> okay. I am two years his junior in real life. Yes. <laughs> so uh, yes. since then, he refers to me as his mother, and <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Ma'am. it. Yes. <laughs> and that was one of the things the director had mentioned during the award show. Was she was she had decided it. She wasn't sure at first if she was going to do five different people for each era as they age or if she was going to cast five people and then age them 40 years. So how was the aging process for you? How was the whole makeup stuff? Lots of makeup, lots of fun. <laughs> lots of makeup, eye lines, uh, gray suits. hairs. The funny thing, the, the cool thing is that we're both in our 30s, so all of the lines are already there. It's just, <laughs> just a matter of filling them in and I'm, making them I'm darker. right there with you, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, last, that last between Acts 3 and 4, though, uh, where there yep. is no intermission and you're running backstage across the, the, the way to go age yourself another yes. 10 years. That we had 30 seconds 30 to run seconds. about 100 yards oh, to man. go age ourselves. 100-yard makeup dash. And then 100 <laughs> yards back. It was ridiculous. It was. It was an interesting one between those. <laughs> so have your only shows, have it, has it been here at the Florence Theater? Have you been to other theaters that you've done plays with? or? I've done multiple shows throughout Bellevue Little Theater. I've done Chanticleer. Cool. Um... And uh, I, I used to be a dancer, so ballet. Ah, um, ballet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to so ask what I've kind. been in the Nutcracker a few times. Nice. Things like that. So, um, but when I got brought into this group 15 years ago, I think I've only ever done one show outside of here throughout my run. And yeah. I mean, I'm on the board now, so it's I'm <laughs> stuck. <laughs> You're in it. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, I've never done anything anyplace else. I've Fair never enough. even wanted to, really. Yeah. yeah. It's just once you, once you get in with these people, and I've, and I've been in with them since I uh, didn't have a choice. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> you're in and you're ass. in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. That's great. Well, congratulations to you both. Thank, Thank you. you. I yes. mean, from, from not having done dramas before and being reluctant to even audition yeah. Yeah. to doing such a good job, you both got awarded for it. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Maybe Excellent. the next time you'll, will you get that feeling, you'll just make yourself go ahead and audition. Hey. And, I, and I did it again this year. Uh, our upcoming One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in uh, I'm, Miss, I'm Nurse Ratchet. You so, are Nurse Ratchet. I am Nurse Ratchet. Oh. Yeah. Oh. She's a stone cold, I'm not going to say the word. Yes, I know. We watched the movie again last night. You know what's funny? I've never seen the movie. I never read the book. I had no idea what the show was about when I came down here. So now I know. Um, Yeah. And it's intense. Yes, yes it is. It's depressing. Take your vitamin D. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Throughout the run of the show. It'll help you. Vitamins. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you in Cuckoo's Nest. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you. you. Congratulations. Thank you. So we've got Molly Anderson, who was the director of Making God Laugh, who won the award for the tech crew in Backstage. And then we've got Laura Hayden, who was the producer and received the producer's award for the 55th Melodrama this summer. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself. We've got two different kind of shows going on here, but tell us a little bit about yourself and and how you 
both got involved in the Florentine Players? Uh, I got involved with the Florentine Players um, kind of uh, by accident. Um, ah. I actually uh, I have a degree in theater, and um, my mom's first cousin was one of the founding members of the Florentine Players, and she heard I played the piano and she says oh ah. you should come and play the piano be a backup person because oh, sure. our piano player is uh, getting ready to retire I said okay and uh, came here and realized that I do not have the piano chops at all to back up um, what she was doing so I just didn't have the ability but the director that year pulled me on stage pretty frequently to say hey so-and-so's not here this you know for this rehearsal can you play this part can you ah, play that part? okay and so I ended up playing multiple parts just kind of as backup on the stage and um, from that point on it just went on and I was like hey you know I'd like to I'd like to stage manage I think I'd be pretty okay at that because that's kind of what my degree is in and oh. and then I went from there and I'm like Hey, I, you know, I'd like to direct a thing or two, so kind of keep keep growing. And so going. you got a theater degree in stage management, and you're actually doing the thing you got your degree in. Tell my dad. <laughs> I think that is fan. You are my hero. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is fantastic. Yeah, I, you know, someday I'll get paid for it. But you know, hey, someday we'll all get paid yeah, for it. Right? No, I'm actually uh, using my degree and uh, having a really you. good That's time doing awesome. it. Yeah. God, I love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not many people go into the tech side of it. It's usually more lopsided, so you're kind of you're kind of a oh, needed man. a necessity. We love our tech people. Yes, we got to have good tech people. They are hard to find. Mm -hmm. And I'm more of a behind the scenes person. I'd be much more comfortable that way as well. So I totally get it. And that it was what your from. award was for was directing. Was was for directing. Yes. So for behind the scenes. Yep. Uh, now, about directing, it was uh, making God laugh. That's pretty heavy duty. Now, do you get to, did, did you get to choose it? Or did they say, hey, would you like to do it? And if you did choose it, what, what attracted you to such kind of a uh, very dramatic, heavy story? So um, I did choose it myself. And it was actually okay. um, a follow-up to a show that we had done the year before. Um, we had... The Florentine players historically have always been very kind of comedy musical focused. Sure. And um, so the year before, I made a very like drastic recommendation, and I said, let's do a show about murder. And we did um, a show about Charles Starkweather. Ah, okay. And uh, that and was our first time we did the... And you directed that one? I did. Okay. I did. I did. So uh, that was the first time we'd done something a little bit more dramatic. Sure. So I wanted to follow it up um, the next year and keep that series going with something a little more dramatic. But uh, Making God Laugh was just the perfect script because it brought in a lot of comedy that then hit home with the dramatic. So it kind of blended the two. Nice. And really, yeah. It takes place over about 40, 40 years. Yes. So you okay. aged your actors yeah. that 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's about those family dynamics. I mean, when you think about a family over 40 years, woo! Yeah, and there's a lot that happens. And it's the, and it's one of those stories that everybody can see somebody or a family member that they know or identify with in some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hit home in it's some way. Yeah. Yes, and Laura. So Laura got the Producers Award for the Melodrama, 
which unfortunately I did not see this summer. So tell us a little bit about that melodrama. Melodrama yes. has been going on here since they started, correct? Yeah, 55. 55 years. Wow. We've done an original melodrama. Okay, an original, okay. Yes, we don't buy those scripts. Good for you. Somebody from the cast, from the community, usually writes them. So all mostly sure. locally written original melodramas. That is fantastic. Right, no royalties to have to pay then. Or <laughs> at least not There's as that. much. That's <laughs> <laughs> always you know, nice. <laughs> because the purpose of the Florentine Players is to raise money for the Florence Historical Foundation. There you go. So we... Yeah. That is our purpose, and I've been doing this since 1986. My father was, at that point, involved with the uh, historical board, and I had done some theater in high school, and he says, you should come do this. I said, okay. So I got married one week and came to rehearsal, or came to auditions, made the show, and stayed. And, and stayed. <laughs> That's wonderful. So. But they were very happy that you did that. Sounds like a lot of people do that here. They do that because it's so. very family oriented. Yeah. yeah. So it really is. You know. Yeah. We had a great time. So the melodrama was also, it was an inside production, right? I don't know why in my head I think it's an outside production. It's an inside no, it's production. An inside. And you, you have your social hour before before the production starts. The they same. Do, yeah. Or, so, and that's kind of your normal format for the theater, right? Is to have the food like an hour before and then... If we're serving... Um, if you're serving, yeah. Yeah. We open the gates usually, or the doors. That's nice. <laughs> an hour before, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... No, I um, like that a lot, actually. I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that part of it. Now, uh, specifically, uh, the award you got was, please tell us. Okay. I produce the show, but Correct. normally the producer gives the producer Right, because we've award. had somebody with a producer award already, yeah. Correct. Well, he turned it around on me because I've kind of been out of the loop for 10 years. Okay. And uh, came back in, and so he turned it around and he gave it to me. So well, because, That was very nice. Well... Yeah, but I had my fingers in costumes. I had my fingers in props. I had my fingers a little where. Okay, just doing a little bit of everything that needed to be done. That's what I did. That's fantastic. <laughs> so the melodrama itself, it was about, uh, it was during Prohibition? Yeah, it was kind of a takeoff on Willy Wonka. But okay. it was oh. beer. Oh. Beer. Okay. Yeah, so we had, yeah. instead of Oompa Loompas, we had Hoppa Loompas. Hoppa Loompas? <laughs> he, yeah, so it was, it was like a janitor and his girlfriend. That right. Want, he wanted to be Harry Houdini. Right. Or he the, wanted to be a magician, <laughs> and you know, uh, her folks owned a bar, and they were losing money because you know, so a near beer was created. Okay. So <laughs> they're trying know. to keep the brewery alive during Prohibition. That's really well. Interesting. Yeah, Willy Wonka had a yeah. near beer, and everybody wanted to steal the formula, <laughs> so they had a tour. But what brought me okay. back is the director calls and he says, Laura, I need a costume. I need to blow somebody up like a blueberry, and you can't take her off stage to do it. Ah. <laughs> that's not going to Challenge be easy. accepted. That's exactly <laughs> it. You know, I'm a crafter. Oh, so, yeah. We'll figure out how to do know. it. Wow. So did you do it like with air, or how was it done? We took a Tyvek suit, painter suit. Oh, that we used for the Hoppalumpus. Uh-huh. Okay. It stuck a fan in it, 
from a inflatable snowman costume okay. we had purchased at for breakfast with Santa the year before. And so I put the fan in it and I blew it up. Nice. And then and then we had to make sure that the dress she wore over it could also inflate. Oh, okay. You know, sure. so you had you know there's a lot of stuff but going that's on. That's very there. clever. It was no wonder you won. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like both awards tonight from you for you guys were very well deserved. Congratulations yes. to you both. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, from what we've heard from everybody, uh, especially all the winners tonight, everyone is just very pleased with uh, everyone who won, and uh, and what a nice sense of family that yeah. we're getting from every single everybody. person we're talking mm-hmm. to here. It's yep. been really nice. So yes. congratulations, guys. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. We've got Neil Herring, who won the Director's Award for Making God Laugh. He played the father, and then he was also nominated and was awarded lead actor, tied, actually, for the lead actor in mm-hmm. Making God Laugh. Excellent. Right. right. So tell us a little bit about how that all went and how you've been with the Florentine Players. And yeah, I've been with the Florentine Players for about three years, and uh, I I thought the, the uh, script was, it, it seemed fun. People were telling me about the show, and I thought, oh, I could probably do that. And I didn't know quite, in fact, when we first read through it, I thought it was not going to be anywhere like it ended up being. I thought... The only character on stage that would end up crying is the mom, okay. and it was quite the opposite. She was the only one not crying, and everybody else was. Oh, wow. Uh, so it was, by the time we started moving into the last couple of weeks, it was like um, probably the most energy I had spent without using a lot of physicalness. Yes. I, I'm, I'm used to doing farces and comedies and stuff like that, and this show wore me out and all i did was just walk on stage walk off stage yes that was it emotionally wow yes i i absolutely can understand that heavy dramatic shows are are i think one of the hardest things i've ever done as well yes yeah, yeah, i think a lot of actors would tell you that yeah, yeah yeah i didn't expect it i really didn't well apparently you did quite the excellent job oh, thank you as you you won for it yes with the producer's award that you got for making God laugh that we have heard before that is that is given out by the producers, which is why it's called the producer award. Mm-hmm. Was there a specific reason they gave it to you? I'm assuming. Um, well, it was the director that gave it to me and okay. um, I didn't know I was doing this, but I would just, um, when I, when I get a role in a show, all I do is try to develop little bitty things that make the character real. And I, I just constantly mm-hmm. work on the, the character. And so, I went up to Molly and just kept saying, hey, I'm going to try this. Do you mind if I try that? And that's what she gave it to me for. But that's just how I develop a character. Um, And apparently it worked and she appreciated it. Uh, But I do that with every show I'm in. I I, I just try to find what those little things that make me real compared to just acting on stage. Right. So. uh, It translates. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's really nice. Yeah. That's a, and and that and that's a pleasure to work around as well. Yes. So thank you well, for doing that. Yeah, and <laughs> y- you feel real lucky when you have a director that lets you do that. You know, let's experiment. Yes. Let's you know maybe it's something the director didn't think of, and you can add to it. And 
and work together, collaboration. But it's nice. it's great when they're open-minded and, and help out. Excellent. How long have you been doing things at, at the... Uh, I had been, I've been acting since I was 18, but I took a good break for 20-some-odd years because I had, you know, children. Fair right. enough. Raising the family and stuff and Fair got enough. back into it a few years ago. And I've had a total blast. It, it's quite a bit different from switching from when you were young to when you're older, getting back on stage. It's a completely different experience. I yes. have had a similar experience like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of, uh, I, I think the biggest difference is when you're 18 to 25, 26 years old, you think you're acting. And then when you do it when you're my age, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, you know what acting is. It, you, you know, on stage, you're actually giving emotions to somebody else, and you're taking those emotions. Yeah. I'm not sure that ever happened when I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. except yeah. for maybe one show, but it was because of the other actor. Yeah, I, I <laughs> can completely understand that. Yeah. So you've been doing some directing recently, and you're going to be directing their next show coming up here, the big show, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's yes. one of my favorite, favorite, favorite shows of all time. We just watched it last night again on, on TV. Yes, I had she never had never seen it before. Seen it. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. been watching it since I was uh, 16 years old. It's one of my favorite movies. I've read the play as well. I absolutely adore it. I'm assuming you got to pick this project. Yes. What, what drew you to pick Cuckoo's Nest? That's, well, that's not an easy lift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, earlier I was saying that I'm well known for doing comedy and farces and stuff like that. But every time I end up directing, it seems to be a serious show. Okay. And then I really, uh, I just really identify with all these stories that are going on in that in that show. It's really full of nice things going on. The, the, the writer saw things that we are going through today. He saw that you know, 50, 60 years ago. Mm. It's, it's amazing what this writer saw in all these characters as far as racial issues, uh, women versus men issues, you know, the different classes. And it's just, it's very interesting to see this all come together. We've been rehearsing for a couple of weeks and we're kind of under How's the it? gun to get it did it all right. it, yeah. How's it going so far? How are you liking it? I'm having the time of my life. Oh, uh, it's a nice blast to, to work to, with these people. I have a very, very strong cast. Nice. Uh, lucky there. And when I say strong, they're willing to listen to ideas, take it and build and build and build and build. I wear them out because I keep doing the same scenes over and over and over till they hit it. And there's a lot to do. There's, there's, yeah. there's a lot you could do with all these characters. There's, there's so many characters in, the, in kind of that little core group that, yeah. that they keep going back to. And I would imagine there's a lot of different ways you could play it. And they're sort of unique characters. They're all going to have their own thing. Yes. I, I know one of the big differences, I know a lot of people might be familiar with the movie, and I know one of the big differences, there are several, but one of the big differences from the play to the movie is that the character, of the, the chief character, mm-hmm. is sort of like the narrator, almost, yes. of, the, of the play. Yeah. Um, sort of. Chief Brompton is the main character. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, Even it's though through his perspective. Yes. Yeah. And um, I always say, you know, the, the uh, protagonist of any show is the character that changes the most. Mm-hmm. Yes. And spoiler alert, there's a couple of people that kind of don't exist after a certain point in there's the show. A, there's a few characters that don't make it all the but way. But as, as, as far as uh, the chief, he's the one that changes the most. Yeah. He really does. He really the story does. is about him learning how to be free. He's been yeah. 
imprisoned in his mind, and he's imprisoned in this this uh, hospital for ten years. And McMurphy, the main character that most people think it's the main character, right. is the one that provides that opportunity for mm-hmm. him to free sort of himself. Sort the catalyst, yeah, that, yes. that, that allows Chief to free himself. Yeah, he yeah. finally found somebody that was energetic enough and could push him and get him there. It's Out of his comfort story. zone. Yeah. yeah. Such a good yeah. play. Because there's also like a social aspect for Chief as well. It's There's this... Um, Kind of probably, uh, he grew up with a lot of discrimination. Yes. In in that, and that created his his world. Absolutely. Where he yes. was just so introverted. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and it is kind of a period piece as well. So you're also set in like mm-hmm. a '60s right. mental institution, which really weren't the best places. Uh, no. Uh, not, not so much <laughs> in in '63. I think right. it's probably to be. still yeah. aren't. But and you wonder how bad. many nurse ratchets are out there and she's mm-hmm. the lady that kind of runs the yes the hospital and you know she did it her way and it wasn't the Mm-mm. best way no but, no it was not yeah. but it was her way yes <laughs> but one of the reasons i brought this show uh, to the board and said hey can we do this show can i direct this show is this theater is really trying to, to grow and and i want to see it grow and Okay, what better than to bring on a show that oh, yeah. that people can? F- I saw that movie. I, I read that, that book. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and a lot of people identify with that and go, "Well, I want to go see that." And so we're we're hoping to bring new audience members, and uh, at the same time, um, I'm very happy to see a, a large portion of the cast brand new to this theater. So I'm bringing new That's actors nice on board, new hopefully new uh, patrons. So yeah. That that's the first step of of growing this theater. Yeah, Fantastic. and anybody who's really interested in literature as well, I know this has been a very controversial book, but still, it it's, would be it's something been banned that, several times oh, sure. of, yeah. uh, all across the country, mm-hmm. and it's been very controversial. Yeah, but it's, it's something a lot of people would take interest to because then you get to have that literature aspect of it as well. Yep. So I always well, think that's kind of interesting. Absolutely. And like you said, it's still those. relevant today. They yeah. wrote about issues that it still seems fresh. It mm-hmm. still seems like it could have been written, you know, last year. Right. And, and you know, I, I, uh, when I presented this to the board, there's moments that I think some people in the audience today might cringe a little bit because we don't accept these things today that we did yeah. 50 years ago. Nope. You right. know? So, um, you know, there's a definite difference between women and men. Today, we wouldn't accept that. But back then, it was just, that's how life is. That's how it was. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, it's good to see that we've progressed this far. So it, it just points that out to us. That's what we were like 50 years ago, only 50 only years 50. ago. Yeah, so only. the advancements we've made is incredible. But this guy thought about it 50 years ago. He was ahead of the curve for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That well, was before the Martin Luther King movement. All these movements. It was before the women's rights. It was just way ahead of its time. It was ahead of it, absolutely, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. still relevant today. Yes. Uh, Excellent choice. We can't wait to see it. Yeah. Uh, Me neither. And and you as well. You most of all, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much. Congratulations on both of your awards, and congratulations on uh, directing uh, Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, It's just from your passion alone talking about it. I'm sure it's going to be excellent. We can't wait to see it. Well, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and thanks for your time. No, we're happy to do it. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Platte River Bar. This is Derek Kowal. 
<laughs> President of Florentine Players. Yes, indeed. Just wanted to take a minute to thank both you guys, seriously, for coming out and oh. and using us as a guinea pig. Well, thank to, you, uh, thank you for, for being letting us. Yeah. Be a part of our award ceremony. We appreciate it so much. Hopefully you got some good audio to use. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I hope so. But we couldn't end it. Uh, being that Florence is a family, I hope people said Florence is a family at least two or three times during your podcast. Uh, every single person has. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we're family, we like to support our family members when they venture out. And that is kind of the reason we're bringing back Molly here to talk. She is doing a show she did in Florence two years ago called Starkweather. Mm. Rave reviews. Yes. Huge success in Florence. But she's doing it down in Lincoln. And uh, we wanted to take the last minutes of your guys' podcast to help sure. promote that for her as well. So I'm going to step away and let Molly jump in and talk a little bit about Starkweather. Well, <laughs> <laughs> back again with Starkweather. Thank Weather. you so much. Wow. Well, thanks, Derek. For thank the, you, Derek. You can stay if you want. For the kickoff. Yeah, you can stay. Yeah, stay. <laughs> you don't have to leave. <laughs> no. Um, but yes, we uh, we did Starkweather here. Actually, the first time I did Starkweather was about 27 years ago. Oh. I assistant directed it when I was in college and getting my degree, and uh, it stuck with me because of the the local um, aspect of the show. So um, I always knew that I wanted to do it again. Um, But as I had mentioned earlier, we were always sort of a comedy musical group. So it was kind of hard to, to bring to the, to the board. Um, But we ended up actually working with the historic, historic society and uh, making it more of a, a, different sort of a studio series versus part of our normal series season series and uh okay. they were able to say okay well we'll do it they, so, okay they, yeah. they, okay yeah now where's the theater out in lincoln that you're doing this at um we are actually performing it at the joyo theater um through okay. capital city theater company okay um kind of a new theater uh company um this is this is their first production right yes okay oh yeah. they're kicking it off with a bang yeah. right right our producer was actually in our performance here in omaha so um he was very familiar with the script okay um and so uh he was like hey let's let's bring it down and let's do it again in lincoln so um we're gonna go ahead and and do it in lincoln and uh knowing that it's it's a lot fresher in Lincoln and even though it okay. happened in the late 50s it still strikes a chord with a lot of people yes, yes. we have seen that we saw that the, the the time you did it here before uh, there were there were people who uh, who thought it was great and there are people who may, may be kind of upset a little and 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 apparently that's what you're gonna encounter again in Lincoln but and I, I absolutely that's what good theater does right man. it stirs people up but one thing I want to kind of say about this production it's written sure. by um, Doug Marr who uh, is a local Omaha author nice. and uh, I've been in contact with him a couple of a few different times um, to the first time and now this time as well and this show um, while yes it tells the story of Charles and Carol Starkweather it really centers on the media frenzy that was 
um, that really came to light in the late 50s. People were getting their televisions into their living rooms for the first yes. time, and these reporters had frontline access. Yes. So when you come into the show, there aren't you're not going to see murders. We're not glamorizing anything that the that that Charles and Carol did. Okay. By any means, none of that is out there. That's not what they the play are, is about. They yeah. are characters, but in all honesty, they're not necessarily lead characters. They're just telling the story that the media is covering, that the entire country, here we are in the 1950s when everything is daisies and, you know, everything is... Everything Beaver, is, Cleaver, right. yeah. Right, and yeah. then all of a sudden, there's murder in the heartland, yes. right? And it just comes out of nowhere, and the media... They swarm on that, and they create this panic throughout the country. Well, so Not it, much editing back then either. Almost everything none. was done live, so mm-hmm. you got what you got. Well, and even if it was edited, they would edit out the juiciest bits. So, and, and an interesting part of the way that our production runs is that we have some of that footage that we actually put behind the scenes that are happening on the stage. Oh, so, neat. yeah, it's really more about how media was given unlimited access and created wow. this panic based right. on what Charles and Carol were doing. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. So much access wow. that they caused a panic. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound familiar at all. <laughs> right? <laughs> the media doesn't do that at all anymore. No. no. He's been watching me watch Meghan and Harry for the last uh, few days. <laughs> Holy That cow. media frenzy. Oh, my God. I am yeah. team Meghan all are, the way. Are they going to pay it all back? I believe they will. Okay. I, believe, right. I yeah. believe they will. They got the cash. Will. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they do some kind of, you know, fancy accounting with, with all of the, with everything. Oh, but sure. Whatever. Creative accounting. Creative accounting. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So now Starkweather's going on out in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. What are the dates? Um, this is, I don't know the exact dates okay. off the top of my head. I know it is the weekend before St. Patrick's Day, and it's the weekend after St. Patrick's Day. And you are wisely avoiding St. Patrick's Day. Well, I'm Irish. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so you have right. plans then. Right, <laughs> yes. So uh, St. Patrick's Day is actually a Tuesday, Wednesday, so we'll have a pickup rehearsal on the 18th. But um, So that would be the 14th and 15th and the 21st and 22nd of March. Yes, and actually we're doing um, Thursday and matinees too. So okay. that, those whole weekends we've okay. got performances available. 12, 13, 14, 15, and 19, 20, 21, and 22 for Starkweather yes. out in Lincoln. And yes. I will link it in the show notes as well. Yes, we We'll put links yep. in the show notes. And Perfect. I've, I've been working on our website while I just started, so it's, uh, it should be out pretty soon. So we'll put it there as well. We are working awesome. on it. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming back and telling yeah. us about this. This is exactly yeah. the kind of stuff that we like to highlight and talk about. Perfect. And uh, hopefully uh, you'll get some good folks to come out there and see it and enjoy what you guys have been doing. Excellent. Yes. And, and happy St. Patrick's Day. And happy, oh, yes. And have a good St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah, I'm wearing green. Fantastic. So are you going to Chicago? Because that's like the place to go for St. Patrick's <laughs> I Sadly, probably not for no? St. Patrick's Day, but I will be going there for work. Oh, okay. Yeah, so where are you going to celebrate right. here? Just at home? Or are you going to go, oh, no, out, go and out and find some place that has some mm-hmm. bagpipes at You go to the Dubliner? Yeah, midnight usually or the Dubliner. We usually start yeah. there pretty early in the morning. My sister mm-hmm. and I. Were you going I, there back in the 90s? In the morning. Oh, yeah. My sister and I have been going to the Dubliner. Did you ever see the Jolly Rogers? the Dubliner? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. me. 
He's Kane. Nice. <laughs> the, one, the one that used to have long hair and a beard. Or I could have been shaving my head back then. I could have been bald as well. Yes, well, then I've seen He's a singing pie. I know you. We go way back. I haven't been to the Dubliner in years. I need to get back there. Uh, we go there every year. My sister and I, since I turned 21, so... Nice. 27 years. Wow. Well, he's still a singing pirate. They're just not down there anymore. No. So 30 years later, he's still doing it. Jesus. (laughs) It'll never end. We were pirates before pirates were cool, and I suspect we will be long after they're not. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as Johnny Depp stops being a pirate, nobody will be. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank you very much. Yep. Thank Thank you. Alrighty, folks, I just thought I'd pop back in here real quick to put a bow on this, our 11th episode of the Platte River Bard, already, and also to ask a favor. But first, a little information. The Florence Theater is located at 2864 State Street in Omaha, Nebraska, and their forthcoming production, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, opens February 20th. Tickets are now on sale at www.florencetheater.org. And now, on to the favor. If you could head over to Facebook to Platte River Bard, give us a like, and maybe leave a comment, send us a message, tell us what you thought of this kind of experimental episode that we did this time covering an awards show. Uh, what you thought of it, and maybe how you think we're doing so far, how we've done on past episodes, maybe some fun stuff you'd like to see in the future. We would really appreciate that. Your feedback is very important to us. Uh, so that would be on Facebook, Platte River Bard. And also, oh yes, we have an email, platteriverbard at gmail.com. Leave us a message, send us an email, tell us how we're doing. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard. <laughs>